Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KISS FM. Nelson, in the morning, it's Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. You will find us on demand, Smith and Nelson on demand, from your KISS FM mobile app. So yeah, you can't listen in the morning, go back and listen anytime it suits you. There you go. App, of course, free to download, check it out. This is the latest installment in our nameless segment. Ongoing segment. That we kind of just made up a name real quick and... It's like, yeah, things you're doing, and then all of a sudden this week, we're telling you that you maybe shouldn't do it that way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long this segment can sustain itself for, but we just keep finding stories about this over the last couple of days. Uh, so what, what, what do we start on, Tuesday? Tuesday, Tuesday was the teeth, brushing right? your teeth thing. Yeah, you're not supposed to brush your teeth right after you eat because of the uh, the way it like, kind of rubs off the enamel on your teeth. You're supposed to wait like a half hour, so right? They're saying when you eat food, you, your, your mouth becomes more acidic, and then if you go right to brushing your teeth, the acid that's in your mouth is helping strip the enamel from your teeth. That is correct. Okay, so you're supposed to wait longer before brushing your teeth. So don't eat breakfast in the morning, brush your teeth, and run out the door is basically what they're saying. Right. And then yesterday it was uh, all about taking pills. That's what it was, you yes. Should, shouldn't take pills with orange juice, coffee. I think they were even throwing dairy in the mix. Right, they were saying, like, just take pills with water because other drinks are also have that acidity to them. They, like, kind of dilute the, uh, the effect of the pill. So you, it breaks it down maybe earlier than it should in your system. You're not getting... All of the medication that maybe you should be if you were to take it with water. Right. Uh, but I, I was saying, or we were saying, that it just seems like you're eating something and you're having something to drink with lunch and you need to take some pills, you're just going to take some pills. Yeah, right? with whatever you're drinking, right? You don't even think about, oh, maybe this is uh, this is limiting the effect of the medication or something. So that was that was yesterday. And then today we'll uh, we'll share the detail, which I think this one makes... Pro- this is probably more, I would say, maybe on people's minds. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Uh, but, you know, we got back to school coming up. Here in Missoula, Monday and Tuesday, I think, are the two days that sure. kids, kids get back in class. Yeah, so you're probably going to see a flood of pictures on social media of kids going back to school. You know, oh. parents taking the kids back. For like those 48 hours, your Facebook feed is just going to be kids standing on their front porch yep. holding signs. And then parents being like, I can't believe they're in blank grade so already right. so fast. What you're not seeing is like the before and after those photos where the kids are like, I don't want to take this picture. <laughs> Please let me stop. <laughs> like, let me go. <laughs> I just want to I just want to get on the bus. Yeah, I don't want to do this. Uh, but there's a uh, there's a warning that's out. And like I was saying, I think this would make sense if you really think about it. Uh, police are saying maybe be careful about what you're posting when you're posting those type of pictures, you know. A lot of times you're gonna, you see kids holding like a, like an art board or something that says, "Sure, you know, my name's my name's Jenny. I'm six years old. My favorite color is pink. My favorite animal is a unicorn. <laughs> yeah. I want to be this when I grow up. Right. I'm this tall and I weigh this much." And they're saying, "You know, maybe that's a little, maybe that's a little bit more information than you need to be sharing about your kids." Sure, you put that info out there. I mean, other people could use that to their advantage. Don't want to, you know, have your mind go to a dark place. But it's you just think about anybody that sees that type of information that wants to use it. Not for good, but for bad. They approach a kid somehow and, yeah. hey, is it your name blank? Oh, you love unicorns, don't you? Your mom was telling me this right. is your favorite food. Exactly, yeah. That could just be a, uh, that could just be a bad situation, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, so just something to keep in mind, essentially. Police are warning people about that. I have one friend who, uh, he's had a kid for a few years now. I believe the kid's like seven or eight at this point. Okay. Uh, and, you know, he has never posted a, a an, a, an actual photo of wow. his kid on social media. Uh, and you know, when he, when he does, like when he has like a, a family photo or whatever, he'll blur the kid's really? face. Wow. Like he'll put out like a giant, like, you know, yellow emoji on top of the kid's <laughs> face so that you can't actually see him online, That's crazy. Uh, which is pretty wild. And that's, you know, very protective, but I think he's, you know, kind of paranoid about just having his, sure. uh, his son's uh, face out there, you know, for anybody to see kind of thing. Yeah, and I get it. All that stuff. That totally makes sense, but that's 
pretty impressive because usually people will say that ah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna show my kid. Right. And all of a sudden it's like you, there's some sort of a cute picture or a birthday party thing, and all of a sudden it's like they kind of change course. Like ah, here it is. Yeah, I think I think until his son is, uh, son is old enough for social media, I think it's basically that's gonna be the plan. Carrie Underwood did that for a long time. That makes uh, sense, when, especially with a celebrity kid. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Exactly. I think uh, here more recently she's kind of kind of sharing pictures and stuff. But yeah, when I was really young, yeah. They, and if it was, it was like a, it was like a side view that was strategically placed. You, you could see kind of like the back of the head. An artistic uh, view of the child. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got the story. Kiss FM and uh, our kissfm.com and your Kiss FM mobile app. Police warning you when you're posting pictures, back to school stuff here in the next couple of days. Just be careful what you're posting. Nobody needs to know all the information. There you go. Nobody needs to know the uh, the inseam of your of your kid's <laughs> pant size. And, I mean, some of these things that you put are so right. detailed down. It's like. A, well, okay, we know the life story of this kid. I now. guess so, yeah. All right, so uh, just be careful. Got the story you want to check it out. 94.9 KISS FM. And as country leader, it's 94.9 KISS FM. Smith and Nelson doing it for your morning on a day that'll be in the upper 70s. So we were about 80, 81 degrees yesterday. Right. We're going to do upper 70s here for the day. And then tomorrow, look out. Right now, call it for a high of about 68 with a chance of some showers for your Friday. So that's another one of those where... Living it up, life is good. <laughs> and all of a sudden, wait, where did this one come from? Yeah. And then Saturday, boom, right back to sunny and 75, low 80s for Sunday. Okay. So, mixing one of those weird days in there tomorrow. Yeah, but, so good for the weekend, but Friday, not so much. Uh, so, anyway, upper 70s here for our day. And a weather check for the morning. It's from Claim Jumper Casino. That's right. Great food and entertainment come together at the Claim Jumper Casino, 3021 Brooks, Missoula, next to Southgate Mall. Mission Valley Super Oval, two weekends of racing left. We'll get you passes here for the morning, and you can choose either of the final two weekends. Nice. Uh, if you want to go out here on Saturday and check out some racing, or maybe do it next weekend before they finish up for the season. Coming up a little bit later in the 7 o'clock hour, we asked the question yesterday, the most disappointing or memorable experience. It kind of started out as What's your most disappointing experience? Yeah, and then, then we, we wanted to we wanted to not make it just so negative. We wanted to have some positive uh, stuff in there, which we did. But it was kind of uh, inspired by my experience at the uh, Modest Mouse concert this week, which was a good concert. Don't get me wrong; it was pretty decent. But they did not play their biggest song, "Float On." Uh, and you know, as 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 a more casual Modest Mouse fan, I'll admit that it's one of those things. Where I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I would have liked to hear, uh, you know, the biggest song Modest Mouse has ever recorded. That would have been nice. Yeah. But kind of looking into it, it seems like it's one of those things that like they play every once in a while. They change their set list every night, and you know, sometimes they'll toss it in, sometimes they won't. But and I'm uh, on the side of no. If you're a fan, you want to hear that song every time. <laughs> I don't know. I get the sense that they uh, are not a fan of that song. They don't like to play it live. Uh, I think uh, one of our coworkers saying they saw them a few years ago. They did play the song, but they like rushed through it. I mean, they played it for like two minutes, like, you know, they changed it into like a two minute song and got it done and out of there, moved on to the next thing. So we kind of threw that out yesterday. You've been to a concert. What's something that you, you finished the show and went, man, that was kind of a bummer or gosh, that was, that was amazing. Yeah. That was a memorable, a weird experience. Maybe just something that really sticks out to you, whatever it was. So we had a lot of, uh, a lot of feedback on our question yesterday. You can still add your thoughts in the comment section on Facebook or message us with your Kiss FM mobile app, but we'll share some of those coming up next hour. Nashville news for your morning right here. It's your music city 60 with Kiss. What'd they say? What'd they tweet? What'd they do? It's what's making news in the world of country music. This is the Music City 60 on 94.9 KISS FM. What if you wrote a song that made a restaurant bring back a popular menu item? Well, that's what happened to country star Walker Hayes. His latest single, Fancy Like, mentions Applebee's. We fancy like Applebee's on a date night, got that Bourbon Street steak with the Oreo shake. 
Well, the trouble was Applebee's had discontinued the Oreo shake because of COVID, along with some other menu items. But Walker's song put that shake back on the Applebee's menu for a limited time. You can check it out on Applebee's TikTok. Do you have what it takes to be an American Idol? Nationwide virtual auditions are happening now. All you have to do is go to abc.com and look for the American Idol auditions. Click the state you're auditioning from, Montana, and a basic profile, and you'll get a link to perform virtually. A spokesperson for the show says there are no quotas per state, so you'll be sure to have a chance to audition. Good luck. I'm Tama Fulton. Catch you later. And now you're in the know with Nashville. Smith and Nelson's Music City 60, 949 Kiss FM. Montana's country leader, 949 Kiss FM with Smith and Nelson in the morning. Smith and Nelson on demand as well. You can check that out from our Kiss FM mobile app. Listen whenever it suits you best. Weather check for our day, a high in the upper 70s. Things go a little off the rails tomorrow with a high in the mid to upper 60s and maybe some rain for our Friday. Then we get back on track for the weekend. 75 for Saturday with some sunshine, low 80s for Sunday, and a weather check for the morning from the Advocates Injury Attorneys. That's right. If you've been in an accident, don't go it alone. Call your local Advocates Injury Attorney. They take the stress away, deal with the insurance, and get you the settlement you deserve. They don't get paid until you win. Call the Advocates today at 406-640-4444 or MontanaAdvocates.com. All right, we had a uh, we had a meeting here in the building yesterday. We did we a weekly meeting, and everybody was kind of gathered around. And somebody was sharing some news of a business that's closing. Right, and then the conversation just it just it went all over the place. It got derailed <laughs> so fast. Uh, there was nothing being done in that meeting. Headline says Missoula's iconic Gentlemen's Club is closing permanently, and the story is about Fred's Lounge at the Y. And uh, so somebody in the meeting yesterday was just saying, uh, you know, oh. Hey, kind of heavy heart did you hear about freds and everybody's like no what's what's going on right oh, freds is closing what they are oh no bummer and like you can tell about 75 percent of the people there were thinking freds appliance yes and only kind of the person that was sharing and maybe another person or two that that maybe knew the story already yeah, they knew that it was they were talking about freds lounge and uh so then, then it was just like oh no freds freds is closing thinking freds appliance why and right like, oh well you know they just uh person's retiring and getting rid of the liquor license and it's you kind of saw the questions yeah i didn't know hmm, i didn't know fred's had a liquor what are, <laughs> why would what are, fred's what do do? appliance have yeah. a liquor what, license? what do they do that they need the liquor license for then are they having like after hours <laughs> parties at fred's appliance that we don't know about it kind of took a while for everybody to get on the same page oh yeah oh, okay right uh but the uh, the stories on our website and somebody kind of had the, the the inside scoop they Kind of knew somebody and had the connection to somebody and got confirmation from someone somewhere and uh, I don't I don't know if I've seen the actually the now that I think about it I don't know if I've seen really the story anywhere else except for our website I think you're right yeah um, but yeah so that was kind of a uh, that was kind of a fun one yesterday in the meeting yeah that was weird and it kind of got derailed by just various stories <laughs> about things that have happened around Fred's Lounge at the Y like stuff you know old coworkers and things and all the uh, the, the wild shenanigans that have happened over the years. We will protect the names and uh, the the keep keep everybody yeah keep everybody innocent. Uh, but yeah, people were sharing a couple stories in the meeting yesterday that had had everybody cracking up. Um, but that was that was that was that was a fun one. Yeah. Usually we're not uh, you know laughing at the expense of uh, somebody closing. <laughs> but man, we had some good laughs about that yesterday. We did mistaking it for Fred's appliance. So no, Fred's appliance is not closing down. They are still open. Anybody like just right now turning in what? No, no, no. It's uh, it's Fred's Lounge out at the Y. Um, so if you want to check out that story, you can. And, and 
you know, it's it's one of those things where, uh, and I think there, you were telling me there was someone like posted on our our page as well about oh, you know, COVID and the this and the that and shutting places down, right? And uh, but apparently, it seems like it's not really for that reason. No, the owner is just retiring. Yeah, you know? been at it for a long time. But that is, the, I think, the first thing everybody thinks of right now. You say sure. oh, business is closing. You go, oh my gosh, this world we're in is just so crazy, and places can't keep the doors open and old yep. employees, and that doesn't seem to be like it's the case with this. All right, yeah, check out the story there again. It says uh, Missoula's iconic gentlemen's club closing permanently. KissFM.com and your KissFM mobile app has more on that. It's Montana's country leader, ninety-four-nine KissFM. This is what's newsy and noteworthy with Smith and Nelson on 94.9 KISS FM. Yes, it is what's newsy and noteworthy for your morning. And if you're a fan of Mountain Dew and Flamin' Hot Cheetos, finally, those worlds have combined. Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew is coming, and uh, you'll be able to get your hands on it uh, Tuesday. And maybe only Tuesday because it's not going to be in stores. They're selling it at MountainDew.com, and it's a limited time only thing, so it could sell out in minutes. Weren't you, and, weren't you and I talking about this the other day? Isn't it like no sugar? It was, wasn't there some, some weird thing to it? Um, I'm not sure if I saw about anything about that, actually. Mm. But they say it's a, a mix of spicy and sweet. It's got the normal Mountain Dew taste plus the flame and hot flavor they use for Cheetos and stuff like that. So I don't know. It seems uh, I, I haven't heard anything about sugar. But it uh, seems like it's going to be a, a weird combination. Does it feel like this is what people are just clamoring for? Ah. <laughs> I want my spicy hot Cheetos flavor in liquid yes, form. Finally, I can have spicy soda. That's what I've been wanting. Crazy. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts, and it makes me wish we had one here. Dunkin' Donuts and a Massachusetts-based brewery have created a beer donut that they're selling in their stores. Ooh. The Dunkin' Harpoon IPA donut filled with a Harpoon IPA jelly and topped with candied malt crumble. The donut has alcohol in it, so you have to be over 21 to order one. That sounds great. How awesome would that be? How, how much more fun would it be when like donuts show up in the break room? <laughs> They're full of booze. We're getting hammered at work because somebody brought in donuts. That'd be awesome. That's great. Uh, you may have seen this going around on TikTok lately. The milk crate challenge. Uh, basically, it's people uh, stacking milk crates up, like you know, in kind of a row, and then trying to walk across them, and then falling off the milk crates and hurting themselves. <laughs> is basically what's happening. Uh, and now TikTok is actually banned the milk crate challenge which i think is the first time it's happened which is impressive considering there was like the tide pod challenge yeah. on tiktok there was the coronavirus challenge where people walking around licking stuff Wasn't the cinnamon challenge one of those yeah that was also one too and you know all these things were stuff where people were you know hurting themselves injuring themselves doing something dangerous and tiktok has never stepped in before and now they're like uh too many people are getting hurt doing the milk crate challenge we got to stop this uh they're saying they are uh, prohibiting content uh, that promotes or glorifies dangerous acts and are encouraging people to exercise caution in their behavior, whether online or off. Dang it. I'm just going to post one today, too. <laughs> Story about a uh, Akron, Ohio man. Apparently, he recently paid five bucks to break up with his girlfriend on the scoreboard at the Akron <laughs> Rubber Ducks baseball game, which is a great name for a baseball team. Yes, it is. So they run the messages on the Jumbotron during the sure. seventh inning stretch. You know, happy birthday, so-and-so. Welcome to this company with hanging out. One of them said, Alyssa, this relationship is over, over in all caps. Signed Tim. Then the team says, "Team says fan shoutouts are submitted. And they don't ask for any type of ID, and so they don't really know who the person is. Right? But, but uh, so don't know if it's 
maybe like all in jest or a joke or if it was like <laughs> actually they were at the game yeah. and ran that on the board. So. Uh, that would be incredible. If they're just <laughs> they're at the game hanging out. He has to sit like, you know, he knows he's going to break up with her. Just they're waiting. sitting there for seven innings waiting for the thing to come up. She's asked him during the game, you want to go to my mom's house this weekend? Yep, sure. Yeah, do. totally, oh totally. Uh, hey, by the way, hey, look up at the scoreboard. <laughs> and, then and then she looks up, and then when she looks back, he's gone. <laughs> Just disappeared into the distance. Exactly. Uh, this uh, is kind of interesting. Uh, one of the uh, Olympians who won a gold medal in China uh, at the Tokyo Olympics at the, in Japan this year, uh, she says that her gold medal is peeling now. I guess they uh, made the gold medals out of uh, some recyclable material. Uh, donated by Japan citizens, and then coated with six grams of gold. And uh, she's found like a mark on it, and she rubbed her finger on it. The mark got bigger, and she said it's actually peeling. Uh, the Olympics organizing committee is saying, uh, no, it's not peeling. That's just a coating that's like protective, and it's not the actual gold plating. But if she wants a replacement, she will have to pay a fee in order to, in order to get a new gold medal. I mean, yeah, they're, they're not entirely gold; they're just plated. Right, but exactly. Also, it feels like it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, like, yeah, it feels like a little bit cheap. You know, a little. Here's my gold medal that's made out of recycled. Electronic products. Right. And, now like and, a big, plated in gold. and now it's like a big splotch on it from where that protective layer is peeling off. Weird. <laughs> all right. A couple of COVID crazy stories for you. First, Delta Airlines saying they're going to make all employees get vaccinated or you have to pay $200 more a month for health insurance. Right. And then, which actually my, my sister, where she works, they got a thing saying everybody has to be vaccinated by December 1 or they're going to be terminated. That's so, pretty I mean, crazy. That's pretty. It's out there. Yeah. And then finally... Krispy Kreme. They are now offering two free donuts per day to vaccinated customers. They're up in the ante at Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Krispy Kreme is going to get America vaccinated single-handedly. That's going to happen. Remember, that was like one of the big things. when it, That was like the first big promotion. Vaccinations first came out and Krispy Kreme was in and said, hey, you get it? We'll give you a donut a day. I honestly forgot that was happening and uh, I still haven't gotten my donut yet. Well, I, <laughs> now I can get now, two. Now, it's, now I feel like it's worth it. You know, like Yeah. Going every day for one donut. Now you get two. There you go. All I got to do is show your vaccination card. Two free donuts a day for being vaccinated at Krispy Kreme. There you go. News didn't know where the Smith and Nelson. It's KISS. Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. Smith and Nelson in the morning. Started a conversation yesterday talking about disappointing concerts you've been to. And then we kind of flipped it and said, well... Positive stuff, too. Like yeah. Memorable things from concerts you've been to. Yeah, the memorably weird events that happened at a concert. And uh, got a ton of great responses on Facebook for this question. Yeah, Facebook and uh, people sending in thoughts with the KISS FM mobile app. All right, some of the uh, some of the stories you got to check out because we're not going to be able to, to list all of these. There's <laughs> yes. a lot of comments. Yeah, we're just going through and uh, kind of selecting some of our favorites. And uh, Mickey kind of talked about her experience. At the Luke Combs concert last time he was at the Adam Center, which uh, I was at that show too, and uh, she had pit tickets super close to the stage. Says there was a lady in front of me that had just a little too much to drink, and she puked, and then Oof. fell over and uh, pooped herself oh all, all at the same time. And that's, that's uh, not a little bit too much to drink. No, that's uh, that's definitely too much to drink <laughs> for sure. And uh, we left after that, which I was in the pit too for Luke Combs, and I remember there being like a commotion where they had to take somebody out of the pit. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't know the reason. Oh, now I go. guess I do, which uh, yeah, that's pretty wild. Uh, so that is a, that's a memorable experience yeah, like, for sure. It's like being in the pool when it's like everybody out of the pool. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Laura saying, Aerosmith in Vegas kept waiting, watched a weird video, and heard only five to six songs, not even popular ones, 
What a waste of money and time. If you're in residency in Vegas, there is no reason to be 20 to 30 minutes late. That's true. You're the, you're, it's your show. You're already there. It's, yeah, it's your, it's your thing. Uh, which is a great one. There's a few ones like that, too. Rick said Grand Funk Railroad without Mark Farner. They only played about six songs. Concert lasted for like 45 minutes. God. By far the worst I've seen. Uh, but on the flip side, June saying, hey, my first George Strait concert was great. Made my way to the front, just soaked it all in. I was 14. He's still my favorite. Wow. Catching him in Houston next. So, you know, that's, uh, you know, like we said, negative and positive. Mixing in a few of the good ones. 14 years old? Just, yeah. I mean, going to see your favorite performer, you're able to kind of just make your way down. Yeah, that's pretty cool. As you can to the stage. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a great experience. Uh, Austin's uh, story is a ZZ Top 2014 at Ogren Park. Uh, they played like eight songs. Jeff Beck went on before them. He put on a heck of a show. Wasn't the headliner. Made it worse that Paul McCartney had just been here in Missoula, put on a three-hour concert with an encore, and he was older than them. Wow. <laughs> Disappointed, to say the least. But hopefully uh, Austin's at uh, this weekend's ZZ Top show. Maybe it was a better time. What I was going to say is they've, they've been here a couple times since. Yes. And even this one just sold out uh, last weekend. Yeah, sold out. I've heard it was a good show. So, uh, yeah, hope huh. maybe that was just like a weird off night, whatever it was. Interesting. Uh, but, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Melissa saying, I was at Josh Turner concert at the uh, JC Rodeo in Dillon. Uh, guys started putting their girlfriends on their shoulders, so people in the back started feeling beer <laughs> started chucking beer cans with dirt in them, and uh, I got hit in the back of the head. Oh, wrecked geez. the whole concert for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that's definitely not a great. That is experience. the worst though when someone someone in the front is putting people on their shoulders. Oh yeah, like, come on. <laughs> but, I don't know if filling beer cans with dirt and throwing them is yeah. the best way to go about it. Maybe but... just moving somewhere else <laughs> might be the the way to go. Uh, Rory has a great story here. Saw a local hardcore band called uh, Deny the Dinosaur uh, play when I was like thirteen or fourteen. The whole band was on drugs. The singer was whipping his mic like fifteen feet out over the crowd. The guitar player spun the guitar around his body three times, and then when he caught it, the corner of the body smashed him in the mouth. But he kept playing without missing a beat and spit a spray of blood onto the wall next to him. Oh, it was the most epic thing I had witnessed. <laughs> and then I took an elbow to the face in the pit from this guy I went to school with who was like 6'4". <laughs> I, love the, I love all the details. are just... Just pinpoint. Yes. The mic stand was 15 feet in the crowd. <laughs> he swung his guitar around three times around his neck. Yes, like, absolutely. Which I've been to a few of those kind of hardcore shows. And you, it's a good experience when you don't get smashed in the face yeah, at some point. Right. That's great. I remember there was one time uh, I was at a show and uh, I was I had a really tall friend. And so I was kind of standing behind him just for protection because like there was just people that were going nuts in the pit and uh, at some point somebody like did a flip and like kicked somebody in the face they had to be like escorted out because they like their nose was bleeding and those, those shows at like clubs where there's you know the the mosh pit and yep. it seems like it seems like you just have to kind of watch watch your look at your watch just kind of like okay not yet not yet and <laughs> There's the person coming out with a bloodied face. And okay. there, it is. there it is. Yep. Uh, Shane saying Bob Dylan at uh, the Osprey Ballpark. Worst concert ever. Wow. Which, uh, that's a bummer. I mean, I, I've always wanted to see Bob Dylan. I never have. But I have heard that he hasn't been great live for a long time. Uh, so, yeah, definitely a bummer. But uh, flip side on the memorable things. Brian says ACDC parachuting on the stage at Anaheim Stadium. Oh, that's cool. That sounds awesome. Jeez. <laughs> that's cool. That sounds really cool. Uh, Nelly at the Adam Center kept us waiting way too long and barely played my kid's first concert. Uh, worst concert ever. Uh, somebody also said, fell asleep at the ZZ Top concert at Adam Center. Uh, someone got stabbed three seats wow. away, and I didn't hear or see it. Uh, so that's a weird experience. ZZ Top making the list. A couple different shows there. Yes, although yeah. this one doesn't seem like it was ZZ Top's fault, at least. No, no. Oh, unless falling asleep at the concert counts. Well, yeah. 
Uh, Ronald saying, does this year's Guns N' Roses concert count at Washington Grizzly Stadium? Which I heard, I've heard nothing but really kind of good things about that show. Yeah. I wasn't I, able to go I, out of town. But. I was at the show, and uh, I had seen Guns N' Roses once before, so I kind of get where Ronald's coming from with this, but I thought it was a better show this time around. He says, come on, Axel with a dead voice and dad bots sweating everywhere. He looked like he was going to have a heart attack on stage. $500 wasted. So he, so he wasn't a fan. <laughs> he, he was not a fan of the show. which And I, I sort of get it because that's sort of how I felt when I saw them the first time okay. a few years ago. And then when I saw him this time around, I was like, oh, he actually like he got a lot better. I think he uh, he, he was an improvement so over a few years back. maybe it was Ronald's first time. Maybe. He had kind of the kind of the visions of what they were. And then this was the first time seeing him. And he's like, he was disappointed, but you had seen him. Previously, yes, it's a better line. Yes, he does. He does concede though that Slash was still amazing. There you go. Which that that is always the consensus for Guns N' Roses. So like Slash kills it every time. There you go. Uh, and then somebody also like kind of adds onto it. Like yeah, by far. I mean, the opener couldn't make it. Why not find like a local band to open or come out on stage early? Don't make people sit for three hours before coming out on stage, uh, which is what happens. But I, uh, I think my favorite part of our uh, our question, yeah, most disappointing or memorable experiences from a concert meeting. I think my favorite part is that somebody just put Luke Bryan, and, <laughs> and someone, no follow. Someone else just put Willie Nelson. <laughs> There's like one word answers where it's like, well, is that what are you saying? Is that disappointing or is right? That, were they memorable or what? Were they good? Were they bad? <laughs> They're just putting down the name and then no, just leaving it blank. No story to go along with it. Yep, no follow up. <laughs> What's something great or something terrible from a concert you've been to? Willie Nelson. <laughs> I love that. That's, that's fantastic. Exactly. So yeah, uh, yeah. The questions out there on Facebook. People want to respond with their own stories. We will gladly take more of them. Yeah, there's there's a lot more you can go check out on your own. Either the comment section there in Facebook, or you can message us if you have a, another story to share with your Kiss FM mobile app. Yep, this is your local country morning show. No bones about it. Smith and Nelson on ninety four nine Kiss FM. So you think Smith and Nelson in the morning with ninety four nine Kiss FM. Right around this time every morning, we do movies with Mike. We give Mike a couple movie titles, and he attempts to give us the year that these movies came out. That is the goal. All right, here you go. For your morning, number one is going to be Bringing Down the House. Bringing Down the House. Is this with uh, Steve Martin and Queen Latifah? Yes, it is. The, okay. the dynamic comedy duo. Yes. Yeah, they were the uh, the Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor of their day. <laughs> of their time. The, uh, yeah, Steve Martin, Queen Latifah. This was a, kind of a late period Steve Martin movie. They had a, a, almost every like big hit Steve Martin movie was in the 70s and 80s. And then he made a lot of like family comedies in like the 2000s. This was... Kind of around that time, I think the plot of the movie is that just Queen Latifah moves into Steve Martin's house or something like that. Yeah, like she's a she's in jail for something. I, I don't remember. Yeah, she's in jail for something. They end up like online meeting or something. And yeah, I can't remember if it's like she's not really you know presenting who she really is, but somehow somehow she ends up getting out and yeah, right, kind of crashing and, his pad. And he's like the uptight guy. Yeah. and she's loose, and it's like oh <laughs> yeah, the, what crazy dynamic they have. Yes. Uh, yes, so Steve Martin would have had Cheaper by the Dozen in 2003, and this was definitely, like, around that time. Might have even been 2003, but I'm not entirely sure. Pink Panther would have been 06. Cheaper by the Dozen 2 was 05. <laughs> and I'm going to say Bringing Down the House was 2004. 2004. Should I have stuck with 03? You should have stuck with 03. Ah, yeah. man. March of 03. Dang. I mean, you had it. You you laid it all out perfectly. 
and then you kind of stepped away from it. It was like I had, I had an easy layup, and then I stumbled like right <laughs> as I was getting there. You, you fell right there. That's the last spot. Uh, bring down the house, 2003. I mean, you had it. That was. I mean, that's basically that was basically a, a the ding ding. Like you were getting ready to yeah. hit the, the bell. Then you talked yourself out of it, man. All right, number two is going to be Dear God. Dear God, I know this one. Okay, who's in this? Yeah, it sounds like you know it very well. <laughs> I just, I, uh, the title sounds familiar. The title sounds familiar. Greg Kinnear, Lori Metcalf, Tim Conway's in there. I like Tim Conway. Okay, Greg Kinnear, Lori Metcalf, and Tim Conway. Who is the director of this? Uh, Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall. Yeah. Okay, director of Pretty Woman, uh, The Princess Diaries, which I just rewatched this weekend because my girlfriend put it on. It's not bad. Uh, <laughs> Dear God, with Greg Kinnear. Lori Metcalf, Penny Marshall. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, those are all actors that I like, but yeah. I also like don't really know their careers all that well. But I feel like Greg Kinnear was kind of a thing in the 90s. He was in You've Got Mail, I think, right? And that was in 98. Mm, was he? I don't and, know. And wasn't he like the... Uh, I think he's the guy in You've Got Mail that's like... Meg Ryan is dating. That's not Tom Hanks. He's mm-hmm. like he's the guy who like she leaves yeah, for Tom re- Hanks. I don't recall uh, something along those lines. I'm pretty sure. Like now that I'm talking about it, like I'm like 80 percent sure. <laughs> uh, but Greg Kinnear in Dear God. Um, I'm gonna say this is probably like before Princess Diaries, which was 2001. But maybe it was after the Princess Diaries. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say this was, let's say, uh, 97. Just throwing something out there. Yeah. 97. Mm. November of 96. No, come on. Two months difference. (laughs) You would have been ringing that bell. For both movies. Come on. Oh, man. Just right there on both. All right. This is one of those interesting ones where it's uh, it's got a good cast. Yeah. But it didn't seem like it it didn't do really anything successful theater wise it's like kind of maybe some limited stuff harsh times does harsh times do anything for uh it? not sure that it does who's okay. in this Kristen bale freddie rodriguez eva longoria in a david ayer film okay david ayer director of uh the original suicide squad that was in 2016 and then movies like this you look at it and go gosh great cast and right and why why did it not get released everywhere and make a bunch of money right yeah okay so david ayer to suicide squad before that he did fury with uh, Shia LaBeouf and Brad Pitt. Before that was End of Watch with Jake Gyllenhaal. And uh, so this has got to be before End of Watch, I think. Uh, so this might be one of, one of David Ayer's first movies. Uh, I feel like he had like one or two other like big ones before End of Watch. But like that's kind of where I like remember him from. Uh, and it stars Christian Bale, you said? Christian Bale. Okay, so Christian Bale would have been making the Batman movies in the mid-2000s. Batman Begins was 05. The Dark Knight was 08. And Dark Knight Rises was 2012. Uh, the Prestige was 2006. American Psycho was the year 2000. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Uh, the Fighter was 2010. I'm going to say Harsh Times. I'm going to go uh, maybe earlier than Batman. Let's say 2003. 2003 for Harsh Times. Harsh Times, indeed. 
<laughs> harsh times for you. More like a have. harsh game. <laughs> November of 06. 06. So just after uh, the first just, Batman. Just after Batman begins. There okay. you go. Man, All right. Crazy. We got a uh, clean sweep of buzzers across the board today. Yeah, but I did list off a lot of other correct dates to movies, <laughs> so maybe those should count towards something. The fans are going crazy right now, <laughs> loving the 0 for 3. I don't know if the fans are rooting for you. I don't know if that's the case. Yeah, it's just, I kind of feel it. I feel it in my gut. All right, there you go. Movies with Mike again tomorrow. Smith and Nelson, it's Kiss. Hey, we're givers. The music is so good. From the Carl Tyler Chevrolet Studio. It's awesome. This is Montana's Country Leader, 94.9 Kiss FM. Nelson, 94.9 Kiss FM. If you're in your car right now, you just, just turn the car on, getting ready to leave. Get your seatbelt on, checking everything. You're in your driveway. Last thing you're doing is looking at your garage door as you pull out of the driveway thinking, gosh, look at that thing. <laughs> Need to up, upgrade. Yeah. Or need to fix that big dent that's in the garage door. Call our friends at Wayne Dalton Sales and Service. They are America's garage door specialists. You can speak with a door specialist at Wayne Dalton. It's a, a great way to improve your home's curb appeal. Give yourself a new look. All different styles, colors, decorative hardware, window options you can choose from with Wayne Dalton. Let them do the work for you when it comes to a new garage door. Call them. Get your consultation. 406-510-1899. 406-510-1899 with Wayne Dalton Sales and Service, America's Garage Door Specialist. Open up your KISS FM mobile app. You'll see a story there. And this is pretty cool. First off, we've talked about this app a few times. Or not, yes. Not this app. This, this account. Yeah, this page on yeah. Instagram. Which yeah. Is very cool, very handy. Yeah, the Missoula Food Truck Locator, which they were created last year. And uh, basically, they are exactly what they sound like. They kind of keep track on all the uh, local food trucks happening here in Missoula, what their schedules are, where they're going to be on any given day. And that's a pretty useful service if you're into the food truck scene here, yeah. which it seems like every week we find out about like some kind of new food truck that's coming to Missoula, right? Like We we've, we've have a lot of them here. Yeah, lunchtime rolls around. You're thinking, where's that, where's that place I love? Where are they at today? You right. Open it up, you check it out. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm headed that way. Exactly. And now the uh, Missoula Food Truck Locator, they just started this uh, new contest. Uh, pretty fun competition on their account. Basically, they're pitting all of these beloved food trucks against each other uh, in a March Madness-style bracket. <laughs> it's time for Missoula's 2021 Food Truck Madness. I like it. Uh, which is pretty awesome. So basically how it works is that 29 food trucks are competing for the title of Missoula's Best Food Truck. All you got to do is vote for who you want to win. And uh, they post each matchup to their Instagram story throughout the week uh, where you can vote for your favorite so they can move on into the next round. So do like a couple matchups a day, pick the winner, yes. and move on. Yeah, so the few matchups. like They're doing like every, every one throughout the round. and. Uh, I believe today is the beginning of round three. They have not posted it yet, but it's going to start up with round three today. Uh, and yeah, pretty exciting stuff. So uh, yeah, they can be crowned. Oh, well, your favorite food truck could be crowned the best in Missoula. And there's like a chance you can score free food too. Yes, because if you vote, uh, each vote cast will be eligible to win a free meal from the winning truck. I like it. The only part I don't like is that it just it's kind of like a popularity contest vote. <laughs> like I feel like there should be some way where you have to like, Get food from the two trucks and then pick your winner, and it's based mm. on the food. So you want like not an, just oh, I, I love this burger truck that I always go to. Let me keep, sure. Let me keep voting for them over and over. Yeah, I mean you you go the uh, the in person. You want an in person food do. truck madness bracket. I want going each on. of them parked and lined up in bracket form. 
And as the votes come in, I want they them, drive a little bit further. I want, them, I want them to have to pull out of the parking lot so only the ones remain. That's actually a great idea. We should make that happen. All the way down to the final one. Maybe for the 2022 food truck madness, we can try to make that happen. So it's more of a pure contest, right? Yeah, uh, I think so. I like I think it. Purity is what it's all about. Yes. I don't know. I just I, there's contests, some contests like that. When I, I hate when people are on Facebook, like you know, I'm the I'm one of the final ten in this contest. Vote for me, and it's, right. it's, just, it's just a popularity thing. It's not based on the quality, of, like the product. Sure, yeah. I don't know, but I think it's a cool idea. Yes, I love, I love it's it. A fun uh, idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can check out the uh, the food truck uh, locator Instagram. They got all the details in the contest there. You can see the bracket and how it's uh, kind of shaping out right now. Who's who has advanced so far and all that stuff. And of course, we have the link to that over at uh, KissFM.com and your free KissFM app. Montana's country leader, ninety four nine Kiss FM. Doodly doot, Luke Bryan, <laughs> and one margarita. Smith and Nelson, it's Kiss Music City sixty coming up with your Nashville news for the morning. Yes, indeed. Tonight, Centerfield Cinema Night. Yes, it is. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is the movie they're showing tonight. Oh, that's which, a good one. Yeah, one of my favorites. Uh, so that's a pretty awesome one right there. One of your favorites, but you're not doing it. I am uh, electing to skip Centerfield Cinema tonight. Uh, uh, you know, I wouldn't under normal circumstances, nor because I mean, last year I went to every single one of them, right? Uh, and I've gone to most of them this year as well. Uh, but the Roxy is also having their uh, Camp Horror Film Festival this week, which kicks off tonight. Uh, and I felt like I had to be there. I, I, I was really excited for Camp Horror. And uh, so, unfortunately... You don't have to explain yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. I'm, I'm you, don't, skipping... you don't have to go to every movie event in town every time. <laughs> I'm skipping one Roxy <laughs> event to go to the other Roxy event that's happening tonight. You don't, have, yes. you don't, you don't need reasons. You know, okay. I, it, was, it was an internal struggle. It was. <laughs> this is the first one you're skipping voluntarily? Yes. Yeah, it is. Uh, for all of last year and all of this year for Centerfield Cinema? This... Yes. Yeah, first it is. <laughs> wow. I, I had a really good streak going. And uh, unfortunately, it has come to an end tonight that's crazy all right centerfield cinema uh over at ogren park you want to check out ferris bueller tonight? yes that's that's a fun one it's gonna be a great one they also got a cool skiing and uh, snowboarding film coming up which is called stoke the fire ah yes what a great name i've never been skiing i've never been snowboarding no it's just it just seemed like it was always such an expensive hobby yeah you know, I, all uh, the equipment and everything I yeah know. i've never uh, really been a skier or a snowboarder either but i remember i tried to go skiing once when i was like 11 and, uh, you know, my family, like, took us out there, and uh, we, we before we went on the mountain, my dad thought it would be a good idea if we did, like, a uh, like a ski class kind sure. of thing. You know, take, like, a little bit of an introductory lesson, which this mountain offered. So, so we're going like, out blind. Yeah. yeah, so that way we were like, okay, great, let's check this out. And uh, I never made it past the class. I, uh, I, I, in fact, I remember distinctly that I fell over at one point. This isn't for me. Into a, I fell over into a line of people and knocked everyone down like dominoes. <laughs> And at that point, I was like, I now, think I'm going to go tubing down the mountain instead. <laughs> yeah, I've never been skiing or snowboarding, but I love watching like the like the Olympics. Sure. You know, uh, X Games, stuff like that, where they're just, you know, hitting these jumps and doing these extreme tricks. Yeah, it's incredible you know, what they can do. Yeah, so I, I love watching it. So they're showing, uh, they're showing skiing and snowboarding video, kind of uh, extreme situations and killer stunts. And it's kind of like Centerfield Cinema we were just talking about. Right. You can get general admission tickets, but then you can also get where you're on the field. Like, uh, you know, reserve like a square for four people. I think they also have the eight-person option. Um, so kind of the same kind of same layout. Yeah, pretty much the same Cinema. deal. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a little bit more expensive than Centerfield Cinema. Centerfield Cinema is usually like 20 bucks for a four-person pod. This one will run you a little bit more, but uh, still probably worth checking it out, especially if you're into skiing snowboarding. Yeah, and I was going to say, that's, you know, just as we're kind of getting to the end of summer, starting to think about fall, just... Uh, perfect to anybody that's kind of got their mind on skiing and snowboarding. Absolutely. September 25th for that. KissFM.com. KissFM mobile app has the details for Stoke the Fire. Stoke the Fire. At Ogren Park.
All right, let's get you some Nashville news. Music City 60 time with Kiss. What'd they say? What'd they tweet? What'd they do? It's what's making news in the world of country music. This is the Music City 60 on 94.9 Kiss FM. What if you wrote a song that made a restaurant bring back a popular menu item? Well, that's what happened to country star Walker Hayes. His latest single, Fancy Like, mentions Applebee's. We fancy like Applebee's on a date night, got that Bourbon Street steak with the Oreo shake. Well, the trouble was Applebee's had discontinued the Oreo shake because of COVID, along with some other menu items. But Walker's song put that shake back on the Applebee's menu for a limited time. You can check it out on Applebee's TikTok. Do you have what it takes to be an American Idol? Nationwide virtual auditions are happening now. All you have to do is go to abc.com and look for the American Idol auditions. Click the state you're auditioning from, Montana, add a basic profile, and you'll get a link to perform virtually. A spokesperson for the show says there are no quotas per state, so you'll be sure to have a chance to audition. Good luck. I'm Tama Fulton. Catch you later. And now you're in the know with Nashville. Smith and Nelson's Music City 60. 949 Kiss FM. No newsworthy nugget of the day with Smith and Nelson on 949 Kiss FM. Brought to you by Farsight Sign, Missoula's leading full service sign and custom vehicle graphic shop. Farsight Sign in the 2200 block of South Avenue West. Fun facts, odd facts, little pieces of information. That's what the nugget is all about. Exactly. And today, talking about the history of Hawaiian Punch, which did you know was not originally a juice. It was actually originally developed in 1934 as an ice cream topping. That was what Hawaiian Punch was used for back in the day. It was kind of like a chocolate syrup type thing, huh. but it was uh, Hawaiian Punch. Those like kind of different like fruity ingredients, all kind of slathered together on your ice cream. That's what it was originally envisioned. That's what they wanted Hawaiian Punch to be. Seems like that could still be a thing. Yeah, honestly, they should do. A Hawaiian Punch flavored <laughs> looks like a chocolate bottle, yes. but just Hawaiian Punch. Yeah, Yeah. next time they have like a big anniversary coming up, retro Hawaiian Punch, you sell it as like an ice cream syrup. It could, it could be big. I mean, I, be can't, really good. I can't get on board with that because I, I can't see why you would put fruit on your ice cream, but people do. <laughs> people do. People do it. People do it. So yeah, it was originally a, uh, like an ice cream topping, like a syrup. It was not sold specifically as a juice until uh, 12 years later, 1946. Wow. So there you go. Huh. Need to or not, now you know.